Hey friends, welcome to the Relationship Paso Paso podcast, a bi-weekly podcast hosted by four smart and sassy Jamaican ladies currently living in the U.S. with almost two decades of friendship. Our aim is for you to see a piece of yourself in us and maybe learn a thing or two as we discuss our everyday lives. Thanks for spending time with us. Now let's jump into our dose of Pasa Pasa. What time is it? Pasa Pasa. Time. Pasa Pasa. Time. Hey y'all, welcome to episode six. Um, I'll stick with the standard intro that has become commonplace now, which is I hope you are washing your hands and staying safe. <laughs> Um, our, our podcast hasn't changed much since the COVID-19 came about um, because we've always been remote. Um, we are all, well, not all in different states, but because I am in a different state, we've always done um, the remote dial-in for our calls. So that hasn't changed. What has remained, though, is that all of us have still work from home, so we still have to find the time to schedule our calls and since we're mandated to be here that might be a little bit easier but we'll see how it goes oh before i forget real quick let's do roll call uh this is misha is soph here soph is here yeah is char here here care are you here hey ladies Great. Okay, so we felt it only fitting to discuss how we are adjusting to our new normal. As I mentioned, millions of us are now confined largely to our homes as workplaces and schools have shut down. And the government has advised us, well, has has advised against all but necessary travel. It means many of us have been rapidly adapting to a dramatically new way of life. I can say for myself that it feels like it has gotten a lot harder. Um, I work HR. This has moved to a complete work from home situation. Um, we do have a skeleton crew on the at the office, but everyone else has work from home. The issue is, and that'd be great because you know I have a laptop and I'm logged in. And it's kind of like I'm at work except for the fact that I'm not at work the only issue is that I also have children who also need to be who also need to learn and our school district has done a really good job of putting things into place they were off a spring break two weeks ago then last week they closed school and started giving us all of the links to everything that the kids have been working on and have um signed us up with everything called every single parent made sure we're signed into every single um thing that they're going to use and now this week we are doing all they're doing all instructions from home so all the teachers including okay so core classes i've already um expected math science english all that stuff i already expected but including PE, music, all of those teachers also have assignments that they've assigned. So during the next week, I will have to make sure that both my elementary age children have completed all of their assignments um, before Friday at 4 p.m. Or else they won't get graded. And the grades will uh, will like reflect just like every other grade. So they're getting graded 
just like if they were at school. Now, I don't, I mean, I'm not a teacher and I'm sure they're working really hard to do everything. And I don't really know what the level of work is going to be, but <sighs> trying to figure it all out has been fun. Um, as I said, trying to adjust to our new normal. If, I mean, I already explained to them, it's going to be the three of us here every day. We're not going anywhere for the next at least three weeks because they've canceled school until the middle of April. Um, so we are going to be here doing this for at least the next three weeks. So just accept that this is what's happening. Um, and I guess by the time we distro this call, well, distro this podcast, it will be already in day three. Um, so I guess I can, I can use our social media side to give you an update on how that's going. But <laughs> send help. No. Um, so um let's see let me let me see care how do you feel about the changes that have already been impacted for you as i said we all kind of have been working from home so far also get to you because you're the teacher in the bunch and you can give us an idea from that perspective of what you're doing but i kind of wanted to start with carrie because carrie like char probably has the biggest option to work from home but she is also I guess considered essential because of what she does anyway I'm talking about you like you're not here care what what are your thoughts okay um there's a couple things one I am very happy that I am able to work from home because I think a lot of people don't have that option so I'm really grateful for that to even be a thing um it's been, I think, the most work I've ever done working from home in my life. Um, it's just a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I think that initially when I heard, oh, yeah, you can work from home, I'm thinking, you know, work from home, like, okay, get some work done. All right. But it's not like high intensity stress. But that is that is exactly what's been happening. Um I am not doing the work that I typically do. Our work has really shifted to um, supporting families through this crisis. So that looks very different. So it's, yeah, it's been very interesting this week, to say the least. I don't know if that's the same for the for Char. Um, yeah, I am just going to say basically ditto on what Carrie says with respect to um, the intensity. Having a job? Feel like... I thought you meant having a job. No, I mean, yes, definitely grateful to have a job um, and definitely one that my job could easily. I mean, I don't prefer to work from home, actually, but um, my job can easily be from home. But it's just been so busy, like from morning straight to like I have to stop myself. Um, so I would agree with Carrie. It's been very intense, um, which is good because it's filling time. And I've been like, that's the problem with my new normal. I have to like force myself into some structure because I'm in the same place the whole time. So I'm like, okay, must spread bed. Don't go back on the bed. <laughs> go to work. Put on some work looking, like take off your pajamas, <laughs> put on some work clothes. Like try Wait, to, I'm trying to like, work well, not work clothes, like if I'm going to office, but put on some not, to be honest, I'm going from pajamas to like tights and a, Sure, exactly. But I have to just 
try and switch modes because I have to like feel like I'm doing something different, go somewhere else. I definitely try to do exercise because listen, I'm hoping to get out of here while it's still summer. Um but yeah, um yeah, I I I will say on day one through like five of this, I was like I was built for this. I love my yard. <laughs> but no. <laughs> I was like, yep. you know, I'm here for the greater good. But I cannot wait till it's over. Can't wait till we get to go home. I mean, leave me out. <laughs> to not go out home. of the house. Yes. To, yeah, just to be able to get out and feel comfortable and not concerned, you know? Yeah. So, so if where are you with your preparation for... The new normal of teaching outside of the classroom. Let me tell you how when this was first brought to my attention, I celebrated for like 30 seconds. And then I realized <laughs> I realized what it truly meant. <laughs> See, I I as a teacher, you know, it's 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 very challenging because I have 72, 75 students. So now I have what? to yeah, I have to communicate with 75 parents. Um, as to what is expected, as you said, this is whatever work I assigned um, will be graded and it will be counted just here in the classroom. Um, but the challenge that I have is majority of my parents are Spanish, so I can't communicate with them. So when I call my parents, I'm like pulling up Google Translate, telling like I'm speaking a whole other. Well, I am speaking a whole other language, <laughs> and it's it's been really challenging to be honest for me to communicate with my parents, um, to try to get them to understand what is expected of them. Um, you know, I hate bothering people, so I would need to call another teacher who speaks Spanish, ask her to do it. It's just, it's just, it's been a real challenge. And then, and next thing is, I'm, I want to use Google Classroom with my kids. A lot of my kids do not have a computer at home. So you, the next question is, how am I going to get them through the work? And then we have right. to take attendance. If we, if the kid don't submit the work, I can't take their attendance. But then I had parents saying to me, well, it's not my fault. I don't have a computer. So how, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, I don't know what to tell them, honestly, because in all fairness, if you can't afford a computer, you can't afford a computer, right? And I can't tell right. them to go out and buy a computer just for this. So from the teacher's standpoint, I'm not gonna lie to you, it's, it's been really stressful because now all my parents who do not have a computer, I have to call them every single day to say, did your child complete questions five through 10 from the packet? Now, who to tell, they're gonna all tell me yes. Maybe the kid didn't do the packet, I don't know. But they're gonna tell me, yes, they did. I don't have time to be calling these parents every day when I have my two-year-old driving me crazy, talking for me on the phone. Mommy, come. Mommy, let's go. It's It's been, listen, I've had two days of this already and I'm already going crazy. Honestly. I cannot manage. Like I, I can't, can't I even cannot understand, like, because, like, how do you even know if it's right? Does the student understand what they did? That's the thing. That's the thing. Like, like, yeah, yeah, it done. It done, but what? There you go. But I got to give them a grade, right? The one to submit on Google Classroom, yes, I can see. I mean, who who tell their parents not doing the work for them, which I'm sure they are. But at least I can see that, right? The other one-third without a computer, mom's going to tell me, yes, they did it. 
And I mean, I can, I guess I can say, what are the answers? But come on, guys, I have 75 kids. You want me to call um, one third of that every day to say, what are the answers for numbers one through 10 or whatever, um, however many questions I give them? Like, that is just unrealistic. It's, it's, it doesn't, I can't, I, I'm sorry, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I wonder if the school district can't kids. figure out a way. Oh, that's a good question. Because I have three sections of kids. Remember, I only teach math. So my kids oh. um, travel. So I have three sections of um of kids, 75 total. I don't know, man. Somebody was saying know. they should just put the kids on summer now and start back school early. They said that I nonsense too, and I cut that. I shot that. I, I was like, y'all can't be serious. No! I agree, Mita. I agree. Nope, I'm not for it either. But as a teacher, that might be... You said you disagree or you agree that I, I that's disagree. what should happen? I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> Listen. So you I rather not, do this? I am not going to school in the summer. My building has no air conditioner. Jeez. It is like... <laughs> I don't think you understand the life the, I I didn't even consider that. No, mm -mm. I am not going in that building in the summer. Not doing it. Mm -mm. I didn't even consider that. All right, never mind. Listen, well, that we'll wasn't listen. that wasn't my issue. My issue was the fact that if they put them on two months summer break right now, my children can't do anything. They're in the house driving me crazy, and if it's not me, it's somebody else. They're driving crazy. They're gonna be doing screen time, going in the backyard, getting creative. But that's as far as they're gonna go. Um, they're not going to enjoy the summer. They can't go to Jamaica. They can't go anywhere. Anyway, All the summer right. they work hard for for the entire year to say, okay, the year is over. We can celebrate or we can do. And as soon as they let them out, they send them back to school. Right. That's unfair to them. They listen. You just like everybody needs their vacation. They're like one week here as an adult. Kids need their summer vacation. They need to go to camps and interact with with other kids that are not in their class for eight months out of the year 10 months out of the year they see the same kids for 10 months and then they're gonna see me for two months and then the same kids again for 10 months yep, no sir. Yep, that's yep. evil no i'm not gonna lie to you i don't know i don't <laughs> understand i don't think people really truly understand what's going on with 2020 but 2020 came with a vengeance man there's some things happening in 2020 that i'm just like okay can we go back to 2019 or just skip the 2021 because 2020 didn't come to to make anybody happy exactly it's a exactly. It's been crazy past three months we need a reset this I'm might be our reset, but next. this is not what we were asking for when we said we need a reset. I'm interested in what's coming next because I feel like in January, everybody was like, thank goodness. Oh, February was so hard. Well, hello, March. So <laughs> let's just see what's coming down the pipeline. <laughs> no, that's not funny, More so. adventures for us all. Jeez, I'm crying. Okay, so what would you say and i guess anybody can jump in is your biggest struggle with working remotely i want to say that for me it's probably not like unplugging after work or be i i, I want to say it's not really the work that's the issue for me it's more trying to not get 
Well, first of all, while the kids didn't have classes, it was literally the fact that I was staring at my computer doing work for eight hours. Didn't even, it was 3 p.m. and didn't even realize that I hadn't eaten. And the food is in the kitchen, which is like 10 steps away from me, but didn't eat because it's just a whole different ball game. But now that the kids actually have schoolwork, it's now becoming finding, not being distracted. Um and trying to find an hour just to sit down and do something constructive. And I, I feel like that's going to be the hardest thing, especially now that there is like a curriculum for them to accomplish. Um, but what do you, what are your, what are your biggest struggles with working remotely right now? Well, I'm still trying to sort out some technical difficulties. Um, teaching remotely is weird, like lecturing um, and recording myself and that stuff is weird. But I'm still trying to get some software that I need. I'm hoping I don't have to go to work for it. So that kind of stuff I'm still working on. But uh, pretty much like you, Mish, I need to learn to... St- like, I have a flow to my day when I'm in office, and the flow is gone right now. So I have to find a new flow. Yeah, the, yeah. Flow, is, the flow is it. That is a good way of putting it. You're trying, I'm trying to find my flow. You're right. So what were you saying? Yeah, I was agreeing with you as well that the the, um, the challenge I'm having is, apart from my daughter driving me up the wall, I never knew how much energy is required to taking care of a two-year-old. She's so good. And she's your child and you didn't realize. That's like mine. My... Oh my gosh, she doesn't stop. I'm like... Elizabeth, just give mommy five minutes, just five minutes to make a phone call. No, my phone. Give me the phone, mommy. Give me the phone. I can't even make a phone. You have to lock yourself in a closet, my girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me tell you how bad it was. I literally locked her in the room the other day. Oh, my God. You lock her up? <laughs> Poor child. She didn't even lock herself up because she would have phoned her. When you call the police, probably, but I literally locked her in the room. <laughs> I needed to make a call, and she wouldn't allow me. I need a quiet place to make the call. Yeah. Oh Lord, my child. She's but, just um, in time. Yeah, that's all. There you go. She was in time. Thank you, me. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest part for me, though, is to truly just find that find that balance. Find that um that that. I just say, you know, I was used to going to work and by four o'clock and you know, I was done, I could go home and it would be, it would be just time for me and my daughter. Right. Now, I, I don't know where that time is because I feel like eight o'clock, I'm still on the computer checking kids work and making sure that I post work for the next day. And I, I don't have any time. Yep. The kids teacher said the same thing. They sit there up until 1030 p.m. making sure that all the stuff that they need, that the kids need, they have and all the, yeah. the parents are understand, yeah. like understanding it. I'm like 1030 yeah. p.m. Yeah. yeah, legit, <laughs> legit. And when you work with my parents, trust me, you're lucky I'm not up until 12. I have to quit um, Friday. I was like, this is my Sabbath. I'm not doing this with you guys. I'm sorry. I'm done. Like I had to just literally quit because I had a parent have yeah, I was on the phone for like two hours. I don't understand the Google Classroom. Now, I, I sympathize with her greatly, right? Because this is the first we've never had to go on Google Classroom before. And I kept saying to her, ma'am, your son knows how to use Google Classroom. We use it every day in class. He says he doesn't understand. We use it every day in class. Yes, he does. And she would not listen to me because she's insistent she wants to do it. And then you have those parents who... 
pretty much not going to be the student themselves. And I'm, I'm like, stop. <laughs> this, is not the, yep. this is not what we want from you, parent. Don't. The idea is for the kids to learn something while they're home. If you're doing it for them, then it might as well they just stay home and watch TV. Yep. Our teachers already said that. She's telling them in the background, pause the game and come here. I'm like, pause the game? Why is he playing game and you're the one figuring out Google Classroom? What is going? I'm done. <laughs> the teachers made it very specific, clear to us that she is going to communicate with the kids on Google Classroom. They they have their login. They have their information. We have. She said, if you want to communicate with me, Use the regular way that we communicate. Do not use Google Classroom. The Google Classroom is for the kids. Um, of course, I go in and I check it to make sure that all the things that they're supposed to be doing, they are doing it. But I am not responding to it. I am not sending messages through it. You can tell that there are nine-year-olds and eight-year-olds conversing on this because of their communication. Literally. there None of these parents are on here doing this. So... I, I need more, I need some parents like you because my parents are not listening, not listening, not for a second. Well, I guess sometimes they also don't want the kids to fail. So they're like, listen, I don't understand this. And if I don't understand it and he is saying he doesn't understand it and the kids are going to fail and we don't want that. But no, but I'm guess like, what? Parents don't get this right. As a teacher, we prefer if you do not help them and let them fail so we can know that they need help than you helping them and we thinking that they don't need help. And then when the test comes, you can help them take the test, right? They're going to take it themselves and then they're going to fail. I'm right. tired of saying to my parents, let the kids, let, I don't care if they come home and they do the work and they bring back the following day and everything is wrong. If you want to help to explain something to them, fine, but do not give them the answer. That's the, I don't know how to drill that in parents' head. Don't give the kids the answer. You can try explaining it to them. If they don't get it, then leave them. Let them get it wrong. When they come right. to school this year, or even when I go check their work online, I can say, okay, this kid needs further help. This kid gets it. But when they right. submit their work and everything is perfectly fine, in a teacher's mind, this kid gets it, right? So I'm moving on. Right. Then the test comes yeah. and the kids get everything wrong. And you're looking at me like, I don't know why. Excuse me, ma'am. You know why. It's because you did all the homework. Right. So and by your then, biggest you thing is collaboration and communication with parents and students right now. That's the biggest thing because you have to depend on technology thing. and all this other stuff for that. And I have to depend on speaking to parents who don't even understand what I'm saying. That's the right. hardest part, to be honest, communicating with, the, with my parents. Because I'm telling you, 90% of my kids are Hispanic. And um, yeah, and of the 90, a good, a good 70% of, of those do not understand English. So I can't communicate with them. Thank God for Google Translate. You hear me saying some Spanish words, man. I swear, I'm, I'm like, yo, I hope I'm not cursing at you guys. <laughs> Forgive me for how I pronounced this word. <laughs> we try. We do the best we can. Yeah. Kara, what say you? What's your biggest struggle? Um, I think you guys have already mentioned most of them. It's just getting into the flow of working from home. Um, 
And I think honestly, not, um, I don't want to be a martyr for work. Like, I think this is a time where everyone is like doing the most in all aspects of work. Like there's a lot of emails, there's a lot of WebEx, there's a lot of conference calls. It's like everything's going on. And I consider myself a very hard worker. I'm very dedicated. I will get the work done. But I also am striving to get the balance where work isn't getting me to a place where my stress levels are high and my immune system is then affected because I'm so stressed. And that just makes matters worse. So, you know, and if the way I see it, you know, the work goes on with or without me. So if something happens to me, the work doesn't stop. Um. So not um, really getting to that balance, I guess, as Shar said, finding yes. that flow I agree. is going to be really um, important. How about like overall challenges? So I think the, there are some gaping holes that we have now seen. Um, and Soph really spoke about one of them is how um, people didn't realize how much teachers are valuable and just not even just teachers it's like basic things we didn't even think about like people who work in the grocery stores that now still have to go to work and you're like what if the grocery store is shut down because they don't feel safe um but outside of that on a bigger scale we're looking at like healthcare issues people who cannot afford to do certain things or even family care i mean there was a there was a situation in jamaica where this little boy drowned in the last like two or three days did you guys hear about that no no so this little boy drowned mm-hmm. um because so he was first form in high school so how old are you 12 11 11 i want to say um and both of his parents were what you call essential workers so i don't remember exactly what their job was but both of them had to be at work on um and it was a school day so both of them had to be at work at that time um, and they left him home by himself because there was nobody else to take care of the, the little boy. And he left, went to River, and drowned, and is them one son. Um, and you're like, all these things you don't think about. You don't think about, as a parent who my children are home with me, I have the luxury of staying home with them. The, you know, the, my job will say, even if we open next week, your school isn't open for a month. You have to stay home with your with your children. That's not. It's not like we're saying, "Oh well, sucks to be you." Um, and there are people who lost their job and so are home but can't feed their children. And these are things that we take for granted. I feel um, in situations like this where we're like, "Do what you need to do for the place to survive." But if you already feel like you're not surviving, um, how does how does that even affect you? How does that affect the people around you? Um, what are some of the things that you guys have seen on a bigger scale, not even just localized to you, on a bigger scale that have been affected um, and is now, I guess, the new normal? I don't want to know. I don't think it's, I wouldn't classify it as the new normal, but I do think that um, child care, you know, <sighs> We we take certain things for granted. Um, I think that there we have some privileges that afford us to work from home and to have 
childcare when we need it and still get a paycheck and right just all those things that I think we do take for granted at a time like this and shouldn't um when you think about people who are being laid off and are trying to figure out life in the midst of all the things we just talked about right getting my kid to pass school and all these other things and people who were in real critical positions before this happened and now it's just made a critical situation worse right so whether it's kids who didn't have enough food before this happened now what happens because everybody's scrambling for food and toilet paper apparently like so you know it makes me think that in times of crisis you really get to see the the bare bones of what really is true in a lot of ways because the people who had access to certain things still have access to those things in some ways. Yes, it's interrupted. Right. Yes, it looks different, but you still have that access. So my concern, I guess, is always for our more vulnerable families who didn't have access right. to begin with. And now it's- Is that what you are, is that what you guys are facing at work right now? I think that's absolutely- what we're facing at work and how do you balance everyone's safety right workers are human beings how do you balance staff safety family safety child safety in light of all that's happening and there's no easy answers and there are really no answers that's going to make everyone happy but I do think you know it's it shines a light on our society as a whole is how we approach things whether it's universal health care or whether it's this belief that, oh, we're, we, we don't like somebody like right. Bernie because he's talking socialist ideas. But I'm like, yeah, but now right. I'm excited about a $1,200 check. <laughs> like, I'm like, Listen. what? It's, you know, it's, it's very eye-opening. Not that we didn't know these things existed before, but it's just when you have crisis, people kind of there's nowhere to hide you can't you can't hide behind distractions like the real bare bones of who we are really come out at a time like this um in good and bad ways so i think there's some really great things that are happening right now too that's also worth i agree um speaking of which how are we speaking of which as in um coming together and trying to make sure that everybody's safe especially for um people who don't have a choice but if we are home doing nothing how do we prioritize human connection wait don't answer that question we need to take a commercial break How do we prioritize human connection? How do we stay up to date with people? How do we feed our spirit um, with what's necessary as in human interaction, et cetera? What what are you guys' thoughts on that? Well, lots lots of technology. Like I call and talk to my parents, my siblings, everybody every day. My aunts or WhatsApp video calls zoom my exercise i'm finding exercise on zoom 
There's um, exercise online. And these are things you weren't doing before. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Like if I was doing this before, I would never have any time for anything else. But now you get to, yeah, you just have to kind of seek out resources. Um, I bought some books. Um, I'm actually making um, an effort where I can to support. So I have some um, colleagues or acquaintances and I know they do like um, they're like Zumba instructors and I love them and now they can't work. So they have online classes, $5. I'll take that class. Um, So it's also a good way to give back to a lot of people who are like entrepreneurs and they they're not able to do their typical work. A lot of them are moving online with some stuff. Um, so that's a good way to support. Um, and then looking out for resources and sharing with um, whoever you can, you know. Yep. I don't know about I mean, the, I'm still, my brain actually, since Sophie said the computer thing, my brain has been mulling over about the computer because I know um, at this community school, um, I volunteer at. They were worried about internet, and so people were trying to figure out how to get some of the kids' internet so they could get onto the online, you know, access the online resources. So I don't know. I feel like if we find resources and inf- if we have information, we should share it widely. Um, yep. Yeah. So um, I think it's Comcast. I think it's Comcast and um, yep. somebody has a charter. Spectrum. Spectrum, yeah. Um, give it away complimentary. Yeah, but again, you know, it's one thing to have internet, but who's going to give them a free computer? You know, can I get a free computer for about 20 kids? 20 kids. (laughs) (laughs) No, but there there can be resources, you know, like if you, I mean, I guess because we all, we're always, listen, I'm always trying to find stuff for people. I feel like there are um, ways to get like old tablets and stuff because at my job, they had, um, they were switching over computers and now all the old computers that they thought they were going to get, they have to be trying to figure out who could take the computer home so people could work from home. So there's some, some places that have old computers, air quotes that aren't old or old tablets that um, maybe people can, can donate. Them? Hmm? How do I get them? Um, I'm sure library organizations they have um technology that they replace after x amount of years or whatever i'm um, a clever and active computer <laughs> well, who, what are you talking about yourself personally i confused yeah sophie i'm done with you i feel you sophie i feel you Listen. That's why I couldn't be a teacher. I'm telling you, I can barely take care of my two kids. I don't know why the world feel like. Oh, Sophie, what's the name of that or that that website? Oh my gosh, donate website called again. Donate. I'm gonna find what out. Website? It's okay. I'm gonna find out. There's a there's a um there's a site where a lot of teachers and schools. Post asking for donations or asking for um, resources. Oh, um, something give or whatever. It's okay. I'll find it. Yeah, no, just talking about. Um, so, so for your large family, how is that going? Go again. I said you with your large family. How is that going? 
listen, my mother is cracking me up. You hear me? My mother is like, listen, <laughs> I know the God I serve. <laughs> and I know I'm okay. So my mother's been living a good life. Needless to say. So she's been going to the hospital regularly? No, ma'am. My mother's job has sent her home. So they're doing shift work now. So what they do is they have, I think, three of them that worked last week. So my mother hasn't worked last week. And I, I don't know the exact count. Don't quote me on the three. But only a certain amount of them work each week work tomorrow for the first um, time. Yeah, and then whoever worked last week, they're going to be off for this coming week again. So, gotcha. um She's been home. She's been home. My brother's job is doing the same thing. Now my sister-in-law, she I worry for because they don't they're they're low on supplies and they gave them one to last for the entire week. Um and likewise the gloves that we use, like a whole bunch of stuff. And you know, she worked in a doctor's office as well. She was even saying to me this patient came in there, I think it was last week or the week before, that was after the patient got there, the patient was telling them that um, she may have been in the presence of someone, but she had a work before. With no supply, but you still have to go to work. That's a whole other thing. Yep. But apart from that, everything seems to be doing okay so far. Pray that that continues. How do you guys communicate? My church has been doing this. I must tell you, I had a very good day yesterday with the online church. I, it was a very relaxing Sabbath. I'm not going to lie to you. I truly, truly enjoyed that. And then they had an online concert that I truly enjoyed as well. It was a good day. That's so great. So people have utilizing the, the whole um, Facebook and the online everything. And apart from being in the presence of other people, I have been enjoying what i've been getting online so that's good yeah oh and for people who don't have folks around dj nice d nice on instagram having parties (laughs) (laughs) d nice don't need one more person let me right okay (laughs) no but let me just tell you something the multiple people who I know were like, they were just like bored, didn't want to do, want to watch no more Netflix, was just trying to chill. And it's a really a good way of like connecting people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I can't oh. even venture out on anything on Netflix. I've been trying to venture out on something, but I haven't had any time to venture out on anything. <laughs> uh, me too. I agree. Is what it is. Uh, Kara, how are you keeping in contact with people? Um, just the same as I've do- I was doing before: FaceTime, WhatsApp, text. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Also the same. Um, same way. Do you guys think it will ever go back to our <laughs> old normal? So, the normal that we have. Do you think it will ever get back there? Listen, not to be. I hope not. I really hope that all the folks that are now aware of just how health and social services and environment, how global our world is, will stop pretending like we're just like ignorant and unaware. Yeah, like I really hope that we really 
like we really recognize how connected we are, how much support we need, and that if our community is healthy, then we all individually are healthy. And it's it's okay to back for the team. It's okay to not be in for self-interest all the time when you're thinking about some um, basic human things like health and social services. Yeah, so if your neighbor's sick, yes, you sick too now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm back on the bandwagon with Carrie. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. a lot of people have a lot to say about politicians, but now we realize that we care if our neighbor is sick, right? So, well, so the problem with that is people, one, are narrow minded. So, um, I mean, we've seen the videos of Trump supporters who are like, he he's innocent. Whatever you said he did, he didn't do. Did you... Did you see it? No, but I mean, everybody else told me he's innocent. So I'm going to say he's innocent. And so they're one narrow minded. They're stuck in their ways. Also, we live in a world where we have short term memory. So when 9-11 happened, it changed everything about especially the the travel sector. So when we go to the airport, we spend way longer trying to get to the air to to get to the um, to get to the gate. And it's it's because especially because of that, that that happened. But when people go to the airport and they have to spend an hour and a half going through security, is they're cussing. Why we have to do this? Why we can't get this together? Why blah, blah, blah? And people don't remember. People have short-term memory. In a year, two years, three years from now, people are going to be doing the same thing and forget that this is why we do what we do. This is well, why listen. teachers do X, Y, and Z. This I just is feel beyond. like the short-term memory is going to kick in. This is beyond Trump, and I'll still be out there picketing for this because I guess I'm a public healther by nature, so there's nothing else for me to say. (laughs) But to always be, like, talking on behalf of the public's health, and that includes social, behavioral, mental, um, physical, all of those resources. So I don't know. I hope hope not um, because this can happen again, you know? No, it will happen again. It may not happen right now, but it will happen again. I will say this. Um, I don't I don't think that we will. I think in some ways, yes, we're going to go back, as Mish said, to doing exactly what we were doing prior to this happening. But I do think that some things will change. And so it won't be the same as it was before, in my mind. Um, I have no... I have noticed that with this crisis, for example, yes, a lot Kelly. of people find out. I saw that too. And I've always been... in the world? Yes, gun sales are up like 80%. Yes. And I'm like, and now I've always been a very like, you know, right to bear arms, absolutely. Yes, you know, if that's your thing, sure. Um, But this made me realize like some people, now I don't know who these people are. I don't, you know, have the stats on who exactly are the people buying these guns. But I'm just like, when we become afraid, we start, of course, grasping right. our ways to control our fear and I'm like okay so we buy this guns, is not a drill <laughs> it's not a drill and even having conversations in my very small circle of friends I'm learning that people are in my circle what are we buying guns, guns for okay. exactly to, to oh, stave okay. off the people who are trying to rob us um, for toilet paper listen <laughs> well, 
if people get, you know, people listen, I don't know, but the, the rationale is I'm gonna need you to let me know who got guns so I know where to go for protection. I can't. Can I? Is this <laughs> is this gonna be the walking dead? <laughs> I didn't even get to watch I that. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, uh, you know, I've never watched sure. it, honestly speaking. Um, Living under a rock. I have never watched it. Well, I can see Soph not watching it. Don't I, worry, we have time. Are. I go watch it then. P.S. Yeah, P.S. Yeah. Let me just, I don't know, let me just throw it real quick that after I've listened to five episodes of this, I realize that I watch so much trash TV and you guys have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, this, this, this on TV, and you're like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Just because I don't no watch TV. <laughs> if we start talking about podcasts, you'll start. Uh, listen, I know what I spend yeah, my time doing. There are so many podcasts, though, like millions of podcasts. So, this okay. is why I don't watch no TV. But no, that's it a concern. It's. I mean, it's interesting. I think you know, people are trying to do everything they can to make themselves comfortable. But I'm just like, um, <laughs> are we gonna be out here just shooting? Like, what? I don't. I don't understand. I. You know, part of me, I think, is like, you have to be preparing for a place where I don't want to go. For that to even make sense to me, because the only time it would make sense for us to be shooting each other is if we are. We have done. Right. We're at the bottom of the barrel, and things are like. I can't even imagine. But maybe that's maybe I need to imagine these things. I don't know. It's like listen, I can't I couldn't imagine all of us living in our houses 24/7 for an extended period of time. This is still beyond my comprehension. So, I get it. I just I pray it doesn't yeah. it, it never gets to that point. I guess I just don't want to imagine that. These gun purchasers are in New Jersey. <laughs> just a check. Just Char checking. Char wants answers. Yes, Char, yes, Char has answer. many yes, questions. <laughs> just checking. I mean, you know that Texas is, and I just saw one of those videos. Yeah. Texas is a open carry state, so make sure I you have yours. Listen, oh, I'm too scared. I I'll be in the house too often. I no, so I'm good. But okay. Is there anything else yeah, that we should be talking about in regards to all the changes? Because there have been many, many changes. Just all the changes that have happened in the last, especially in the last three weeks or so. Because you know, it's from January. From January, we've we've realized that this could be a thing. But in the last three weeks or so, it has become okay. You need to start making sure you are following proper hygiene to okay um you need to make sure you are staying away from people to okay you need to stay in your house okay you cannot go anywhere <laughs> listen Just, okay you are locked moving down. from that, to that. Yeah. i would like to say for germaphobes okay, like myself yeah, this is traumatizing yeah i can only imagine let me tell you they got me it, it finally <laughs> get home when we when we got a curfew when i when they said you have a curfew i was like okay this get out of control Sorry, this has now gotten out of control. <laughs> People telling me to to lice on my mail. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. Listen, I y'all. Nobody met me no more. Anyway. I know. I, I just my whole 
on everything has changed on from I it's so I don't know it's just weird how two months ago I had one thought and then now it's yeah it's just a lot right it now it is a lot yeah we we have we have to figure out a way to regulate the information I've stopped checking certain things because listen it's gonna freak you out if you like keep and everybody have like a different I don't know theory about what's happening how you can get it how everything and I'm just like no it's have yep. to slow down the flow has and got to WhatsApp slow WhatsApp can be the devil let me just tell you the most video and voice note and news oh from God. China Africa, and everybody chiming Italy. in this is what I think it's, oh good Jesus that's why I stop forwarding stuff and I delete things that's forwarded to me because it's stressing me I can't it's it's too much way too much information coming through my phone what I should do what I should not do what I should eat what I should not eat how I should wash my hands now the last thing I got was that I should strip myself at my door take off all my clothes in the wash and if I can't put it in the wash tie them all up in the bag and then I can wash take off my shoes tie them in a plastic bag do not walk it like I'm like oh my gosh and make sure make sure you have the cut up onions that will um, collect all of the virus in it I'm I'm not here that one yet you don't hear that one yet but I've heard of onion in your socks before I think no no this is cut up the onion onion and put it everywhere in my house yes because it will it collects the collects the virus because it onion soaks up illness oh, oh well, i don't want illness but onion does soak up stuff like that they always true, say, don't don't op- like don't onion. ever use half an onion and save a half of an onion right right i hear that i've heard that. that yeah so my house interesting like okay got you oh, if it's boy. gonna save your life <laughs> listen i think when they tell us that we can go back out i'm gonna have to wait two more weeks because i'm traumatized I'm like, are you sure it's safe? Are you sure? Are you sure? I actually don't think it's gonna ever be to the point where they're gonna say you can come out your house. No, I don't. Excuse I don't you? ever think it's no. I think it's gonna be we're gonna we're gonna allow the bars to open. Well, whatever they they're gonna ta- just like they tapered it off, they're gonna taper it back on, and it's never gonna be a point where they're gonna say they're gonna say we're we're lifting the curfew from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then Maybe it's gonna be like okay. Maybe when they have enough respirators. That's not going to be a thing either because ain't no manufacturers working on the respira- respirators right now. So they unless better you're be. taking all of China's respirators and bringing it here, this is not <laughs> a thing. And guaranteed, Italy needed way more than us because 700 people dying in one day? One day? <laughs> what is happening? I mean, it's a lot. But I also think it's a good time, right? I do think sometimes when you're in the middle of things it's like okay well what what can I be learning um learning right now um and it's forcing me to look for moments of peace in the day because I think there is so much information whether it's work if it's not work it's a news update it's an alert it's a presidential message it's a like everything's coming Mm -hmm. all at once you listen to the podcast and everybody's giving you an update um but it's, I, I think it is forcing me to think about, okay, how can I be intentional and carve out space for some peaceful time throughout the day? Like, not just like once a day, because I feel like the more intense the situation, the more intense the effort needs to be right. to find some peace around what's going on. Um, 
so it it has I really I do think impacted my routine in that way and you know it feels wonky because I'm not in a place I'm like okay yes this feels comfortable but I think that's where I'm heading mentally um because it is a lot of information and it's exhausting. <laughs> like I found myself no, going Carrie, to get earlier. the catch with this like, thing go. I can't call you after nine, nine o'clock. Nine. But it's exhausting. Like you know, you know. You Listen, like, Carrie said her boundaries. Carrie's like, my body said nine o'clock is my limit. Okay, these are my boundaries. You better get to it. I don't it. know who you are. I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was in the bed at eight o'clock the other day. I was knocked out. I was so tired. But then I remembered I'm not usually on my phone as much. Like my screen time is up a significant amount. I'm yeah. not usually on electronics in front of a screen eight hours a day. So now, you know, I feel like headaches and my eyes are like dry. And it's just like, it just, it's taking So when you go to bed at eight o'clock, what time you wake up? In every right? aspect of life, right now. A lie. <laughs> That's my. Girl. sell that somewhere because I need to buy some of that. Yeah. Oh, no. she said her body yeah. said that was it. That's what her body <laughs> said. Nope. If I just went to bed eight o'clock, two o'clock, my wide awake. Really? <laughs> Facts though. Oh no! I will sleep. I will sleep. Oh no! I there's no mm-hmm. way I can sleep for ten hours. I will wake no. up with a headache. Really? Oh, I wouldn't yes. even be asleep. I would be awake. No I would way. wake up 2 a.m. wide awake. Like, let's get no. started. Not yeah. me. I will sleep. That's why I'm so happy that, that my daughter, mm-hmm. that Elizabeth is just like me. Elizabeth went to bed at 11 last night. She woke up at 1.30 today. In the afternoon. Mercy. What is this? <laughs> that is a gross spurt, ma'am. That is not normal. <laughs> Lissy little like one thirty. She woke up today. Mommy, I want a bottle. (laughs) Lissy, it's dinner time. No, seriously, you want a bottle, ma'am. You need to catch up. You need breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What is happening? (laughs) Yo, I'm not gonna lie to you. This girl, she loves sleeping. She's her mother's child, man. I I can see that. I can see that like that For, for real. Me love sleep. Sleep no love me. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Yeah, I can sleep. I'm going to sleep like this. I don't know. It's very new. Well, your body has changed, ma'am. Like always. That is also a thing. Apparently, or I'm just like old. We're going to send our children to you and see how your body is shock it. (laughs) (laughs) See how your body reacts to that. Good Jesus. Anyway, any takeaways uh, as we wrap up? Any takeaways yeah, from buddy. our conversation? Anything that um, stuck out to you that you want to hold on to after this conversation? Um, I would say take. Um, I would say be patient. This is the this is the takeaway I'm trying to get my my own to internalize on my own. Um, be patient. It's you know, self mentioned. It's only been two days that she's trying to figure this out with her parents and her kids. Um, you had your whole teaching career to figure out your curriculum and getting that down pat and getting your flow together. So two days is not a lot of time. That is Nothing true. at all compared to how much you've spent on a previous like flow. Um, you know, and I'm trying to do the same with myself. Like just being patient with 
changing the way I'm working right now and changing the routine and really figuring out how much information I want to take in and from who um, and how often and what self-care looks like at a time like this because self-care becomes even more important right now. Um, So thoughts? So I would say just be patient with that process. No, I'm with Carrie. It's very true Um, because even when you're in the classroom, right, when you go back to, to work in September, it takes you way more than two days to get a routine going. So I had to even tell myself this. Yes, it's a little challenging, but I feel like the with time it, it does get easier and even with the whole thing that's going on people just need to also maybe we all need some time to spend with our families right you know the pastor mm-hmm. was preaching yesterday he was like for all the spouses that are not getting along now you have to look at each other every day for at least the next two weeks you better find a way to communicate you know so take the time use it wisely mm-hmm. um Try not to overwhelm yourself with what is not happening and just look at what is happening and, 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 and think about those things. I don't know. Be patient. I'm with Carrie. That's great. Shar. I ditto all of that. (laughs) You pulled us off. You pulled us off. (laughs) No, it was well said. And it's so true. It's a good reminder. So that's what I'm going to practice in the coming days as you guys said you have to be patient but also find the balance and also not to ever forget to be grateful because there is always somebody in a worse situation so as we've mentioned there are people who do not have a job there are people who once this started happening started worrying i'm not worrying about whether the kids are going to be in school, but whether wondering about how they're going to feed these kids um, and where they're going to put them mm-hmm. and how that's going to work. So right. just being grateful for the chance mm-hmm. to actually be able to adjust to this new normal, um, mm-hmm. knowing that it, it, it will get better at some point. It will, it will get better. So that's my takeaway from it. Just, Yes, it's a struggle and it might be rough and it also might be great things. The fact that I don't have to put on a bra um, every day, and I literally mean every day, is a positive that I will always take. Huh? Am I the only female that likes to be in a bra? Like, it was up to me. I'll sleep in a bra if I could. Girl, I have not used a bra in over a week. What are you talking about? Listen. I, I went to the grocery that. store today and I swear people, <laughs> I swear in my mind, I'm like, these people must be looking at me like I'm crazy, but I cares not. We, the world is ending, ma'am. You worried about my bra? <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, that's so not good. what we doing. Okay. So, um, I love my bra. No, like, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. You're an anomaly. I, no, nope, I not I. I don't know what you're talking about. I would nope. be sleeping in a bra. Honestly. If you weren't married, what is what does that married have to do with Be- it? Before I got married, I because she can't sleep with a bra when she married. Oh. Why? Because it's gonna be too much work for him. Uh, what's the point of just <laughs> take it off? <laughs> Why you have me one of my business on social media? <laughs> I'm sorry, sweetie. Every you have a whole child. Time. The child dropped from the sky. 
the child drop from sky? She was given to us by a store. Well, the stork had to have done something. The stork had to have done something to get the, get get her, and that is way more scarier than you doing something else to get their child. Okay, let's talk about it anyway. Um, <laughs> Char said every single time you're the clip every single time. We don't fail without anyway <laughs> that's because she's the anomaly who sleeps in a bra that is just not normal anyway thank you guys for a great conversation as always this was great we're gonna try to i want to say get back to some normalcy but just just doing what we're doing is going to have to be normal for us so maybe upcoming topics we won't dwell on the fact that the world is coming to an end as we speak we'll We'll talk about other things that are that normally affect us, regardless of whether the Earth ends or not, like having children. Um, so <laughs> I guess until next time, thank y'all. Friends, that's all for today's episode of Relationship Pasa Pasa. Thanks so much for joining us today. You could have been anywhere in the virtual world, but you were here with us. We hope you join us again in two weeks for our next dose. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast on wherever you find and listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. So you never miss an episode. Also, tell a friend to tell a friend. You can also connect with us on Instagram at Relationship Pasa Pasa all one word if you are on the social media situations we can't wait to hear from you like seriously we can't wait to hear what you think about our episode and also connect with us about topics you'd like to hear us discuss thank you again for listening until next time walk good <laughs>